Okay, so today we're supposed to talk about, I've been calling it brain health, like mental, emotional, spiritual, just all those like psychological issues. Right. When I thought, (laughs) when I was thinking about this, today's episode, I was thinking more spiritual health, Mm -hmm. but yeah, which I guess it kind of all goes together Right. to me. The answer to all of those issues, like is your spiritual health being in a good place. Welcome to it's a good day podcast. We are three friends who love to laugh and believe that through Jesus, even the tough seasons are good. You never know what will happen on our show, but we hope you will join us as we find the good in every day. I think so. Do you feel, well, I will ask either of you if you feel any of these things, but I will answer also like for a long time in my life or even through my adulthood, it's only the last few years that I feel like I've experienced anything when it comes to any kind of mental health. Like I feel like I've realized <clears throat> or I've had some struggle with some anxiety the last couple years and I hadn't ever before, but my mom and my grandma both have dealt with that. And, you know, I think conquered it. I've seen good. I've seen them like have some like restoration or I can't think of victory. Victory is a good word. Thanks, August. Um, yes. And I've always kind of looked at myself like, okay, I don't want to be like, I don't want to continue down. I don't want to continue that generational thing. Um, where they both experienced some panic attacks and having to kind of get a hold of their mental health. And I have just always kind of thought like, I don't want to go there. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to worry or I don't, I don't want to have those things, but I have the last couple of years seen some of I guess some of the indicators that I could have the same tendencies. And so I really have worked, worked on it, you know, with the Lord. And I think particularly for me, it has to do with kind of overdoing, doing too much and not knowing how to say no, like saying yes to a lot of things and then feeling like, Feeling like I can't, like once I've said yes, I can't go back and say no. And so then I end up kind of overwhelmed and I have too much. And then that leads towards being anxious or at least for me, what I, what I call being anxious. Like I think, and I've had actual times where I don't think I've ever had a panic attack, but I've had times where like my heart was like, I felt like I couldn't breathe. Like I was not, I didn't go very far down that road, but I was physically, I think just overwhelmed enough that I couldn't, my brain was so full that I couldn't take it. And I, um, yeah, had to stop and had to figure out how to let the Lord help me through that. So Mm -hmm. 
it's like relatively new and something that I don't feel like I've dealt with a ton, but I have, it did give me a new appreciation, I guess, in a way for people who struggle with those things and just a realization that it's a real issue and, you know, important to know how to have victory. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do practically to, to prevent those times? Um, well, I would like to say not taking on too much stuff, but I feel like even in the last couple of weeks, I've had a lot going on. Well, even the whole last month and mostly fun stuff, even like it's not just bad stuff or mm. it's not just like difficult things. It's going places and doing fun things. I can even get overwhelmed with like too much like hanging out or like spending time with people, even friends and stuff like that. Like I don't want to miss anything. So I say yes to every opportunity. And then my house is a mess and my, I haven't had any time alone with my own thoughts to like collect myself kind of. So I think to prevent it, that's one of the things for me. And another thing is a lot of it has to do with, I think, like time with the Lord or just casting all our cares on him. You know, like the Bible says that we can do that. And I think that that's, it doesn't always look for me like a practical daily sit down time. I wish it did, but I always kind of struggle with that. But it is a practical daily, like giving over to him. I guess, like giving him those things and mm -hmm. trusting him. And I have other little practical things I do like in the midst of it. But as far as preventing, that's a lot of it for me. And even just going, sometimes I just feel overwhelmed with the day because there's so many things to do and I don't know what the next thing is to do. And I'll just maybe make a list of everything I need to do and then just say, okay, Lord, like I literally just look at it one step at a time and like, what am I supposed to do next? And if I get to the end of the day and it's not all done, like probably I will have done the important things if I look at it that way, like what has to be done right. next mm -hmm. sort of. So I don't know. Do either of you deal with any brain health <laughs> things? <laughs> not brain health, not having good brain health. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like anxiety or depression or any of those different things um, that I think it's a very common thing. And I think yeah, there's also totally. kind of like a, a stigma, Sting. you know, against it. And a, and a thing of like, we don't talk about it. Like even for me, I want to look like I have it under control. Like I have it all right together when actually pff, I totally don't. Yeah. I don't, I feel like there maybe has been, have been a few times where I've maybe felt depressed or something, but it's, it, it's not, yeah, I don't think, I don't know if it's just my personality. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I wouldn't say that I've ever like struggled for more than just like a day or a few hours of just feeling kind of down. Yeah. And I don't think that I've ever had a panic attack. That I know of. Yeah. I have gone through seasons of like worry where I've worried about different things mm -hmm. 
and also seasons of just feeling really sad. But for the most part, I'm not, I'm not very anxious about anything. I just kind of, I can feel overwhelmed for sure, but I can kind of, like you said, just kind of do the things that need to be done. Or sometimes when I feel really overwhelmed, I just tend to not do anything, just kind of frozen. But that's not even very often. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and like even for me, I don't, I don't think it's anything that I've done that like has prevented that. I think it's just my personality and my perspective on life. And I also haven't had a lot of hard things in my life that have made, like I think sometimes it can be situational where like you've had a lot of experience with people dying in your life or you've just had a, you know, a lot of letdowns in your life and that kind of thing. And I think that definitely plays into it. Right. For me, I feel like um, change brings on like when there's change, it takes me a while to just adjust. I don't just like, move, like even seasons of life. Like I don't just kind of move into the changes very easily. Mm-hmm. So when there's like kind of a big change, it takes me a little bit. And either I can, I can be ha- end up being happy about it or that can lead into like a time of just being really sad. Yeah. Like I have to be really intentional in seeing the good and... In those times, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, do good. you feel spiritually healthy? Like, what does that look like for you then? I think it's interesting how much it it does feel connected to me. The spiritual side and the physical side. Like last week, we talked about about physical, and I think we mentioned a little bit, like as far as how much for me personally, how much better I feel. Like when I'm even just exercise, like I think that that, mm-hmm. it, it goes hand in hand and which is why I think that I like Revelation Wellness and Elisa Keaton stuff so much because she connects the two. Like she connects the spiritual with the physical and you're kind of learning about the, the spiritual while you're doing the physical. And I think that that's, there's something to that. And I really like that. I think feeling spiritually healthy is an interesting thing because I think that I feel spiritually mature, but -hmm. at the same time, like right now, I feel like, I feel like I'm in a season where it's not that God feels far away but it's almost like I'm desiring something from him that I'm not getting right now or something. And Mm -hmm. so to say like spiritual health, what does that look like? It's like, I don't know, like, am I healthy? But I think that you can also be in kind of a harder time and still be healthy. Like just because we're in a valley, like just because we're down and not, up maybe right it doesn't mean we're not healthy like right do you think anybody really feels like do you think anybody could say yes I feel spiritually healthy yeah I don't know because like I think even when we are when we do feel close to God I think there's always 
feels like a, like you want to go a little bit deeper. Right. And then when you're in that place, you still want it. Like, it's just... Right. I don't, in, in our spiritual walk, I don't know if we're supposed to be content. Like, we're always supposed right. to be kind of looking for more, like desiring more of the Lord. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're right. I heard a sermon years ago, which you might have heard also, Wendy, if you were there. But it's one that I've thought about through my life. Like, it's funny. I feel like I've heard a lot of sermons in my time. And there's not that many that really, like, stick with you, that you remember specific things. Anyway, but it was at, like, a youth rally. And the guy had four chairs that were four different colors. And he said that we're all sort of, we're all in one of these chairs. And we should be in one of the two of them. And I don't really know how even theologically sound this is, but it stuck out to me and I've always thought about it anyway. So there were the black and the gray chairs. Black was not following God at all. Gray was, you know, kind of, I think fallen away or lukewarm, lukewarm. Yes, exactly. And then there was red and green. And so then he talked about the two, those two chairs that he said, we should be either sitting in the red one or the green one. And the red was like kind of hot, like on fire, you know, feeling those emotions, I think, of being on fire for the Lord. And then the green one was like about growth. And he was saying that, you know, sometimes we're just in a season of growing, which I think could also be maybe that it could be in the way we're talking about it, like more of you could be growing because you're having a hard time. Like you said, August, like it doesn't necessarily mean you are like on a mountaintop (laughs) and everything's just wonderful, but maybe that God is working because there's hard things. And so I've always thought about that. Like, well, where am I? Like, am I in the red chair or the green chair? And if I'm not in either one, like, what do I need to do to -hmm. let the Lord kind of get me there? But one thing that really, I think that we might've mentioned before a little bit about celebrate recovery and how just the impact that that's made different parts of that on some of our lives. And I really love, literally, I think it's the first step. Like celebrate recovery is a, like a 12 step program, like Christ centered for your hurts, hangups and habits. Anyway, the very first step is, do you know August? Um, yeah, but I can't remember if it's the principle or the step. Oh yeah. (laughs) I don't know either. Either way, you know what I'm trying to say? It's, it's when our, like it's realizing and admitting that our life is unmanageable. Right. That we're powerless to control our tendency to do the wrong thing and that our lives have become unmanageable. Thank you. Yes. That, (laughs) and I think the last couple years for me have been like a breaking down of that and realizing like I actually, my life is unmanageable. I think up until then, no matter what happened, no matter what came at me, I kind of felt like I had it under control, not because of God, but because of myself. (laughs) And I think had to have it like, right. Or I thought, I thought I had to. Yeah. Right. And so realizing that like at the point that I was finally able to say, my life is unmanageable, 
like, it's almost like it brought a freedom. Like I didn't have to be like, I didn't have to be proud of where I was at in my life. I could just say like, Hey, sorry, mm-hmm. I dropped the ball before then. I felt like it wasn't an option to drop the ball because I needed to be a certain way or at least appear a certain way. And I don't have it to perfection. I still have some of that struggle, but it has helped me to realize like, okay, I have like, God is the one who is managing or who wants to manage my life. I don't actually have to be in control. And I think when it comes to all these things we're talking about, like our spiritual health and our emotional health, like if we can realize that and like people say, let go and let God, (laughs) (laughs) but, but for real, like that, like walking that out looks like realizing that in our weakness, he's strong and realizing that it's okay to be weak, I think. And I think even like we were talking about the stigma, I think it's the same thing with like maybe going to the doctor and getting medicine for anxiety or depression or one of those things. Like there's a lot of other ones that I'm not naming, but we could look at that as not being okay. Like, well, like giving up, like not letting God take care of us or something. And I just don't feel like that. Like, I feel like it's okay. Like that God can work through that, like work through medicine and can give us victory in the fact that we found something that helps us overcome what we're dealing with. And I don't think that that's in my mind, that's not giving up. It's being willing to willing to get help, I guess, to realize mm-hmm. I need help mm-hmm. where I think if we try to do it on our own and we're just alone, like that becomes a very lonely place. Okay. So spiritual health, like I think you asked the question, do you feel like you're spiritually healthy or what does that look like for you? And I don't know. The I feel like I had a point in my life where I felt spiritually healthy or I felt like I was in a good place and I felt like I could hear from the Lord and I was being I don't know, I was faithfully seeking him. And I feel like I am now too like I feel like I am seeking him, but it just looks different than it did when I felt like it's different than I than I wanted it to look, and I think just because of time and just the way my life is now. But I still don't feel like I'm back to where I wanted would like to be. Like I'm not in a place that I would like to be. But it's not like I'm, you know, I'm not in the gray or the black chair for sure. You know, like maybe I'm in the red one. No, I don't know. Like sometimes it feels like. Sometimes it feels like maybe I'm growing and sometimes it feels like I'm not, but like, I think, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've been in a wilderness for a really long time. Although I feel like I'm starting to come out of that too. So it's just weird. Like, I feel like I may be at the end of it, but some days it's like, "Mm, but maybe not quite yet. And what does that even look like to come out of 
acting in the wilderness. Like, I just feel like I've been going around and around and uh, and just been struggling with my time with him and what that look, what, what that looks like. And, you know, not feeling, not feeling like I even want to read the Bible or spend time with him because it's just like, I'm not getting anything out of it or I don't know. That was all a bunch of jumble. So what do you do differently? Like (laughs) when you were like in the red chair, the like being on fire and you felt like in a good place. Yeah. Like I think that I was spending time. I was praying about like more things. I was spending more time in the word and like talking with him. And I feel like I was like hearing from him and I don't feel like I hear from him much anymore but I think the reason for that is because I'm not I'm not asking him as much as I used to be and I don't know yeah does that answer that question that you just asked me yeah so yeah for me I feel like I I don't feel super spiritually healthy but I also know that even in the past you know like four years of feeling like this, I'm sure that I have grown and that I have learned things and that I have things to offer even though even though it just doesn't feel feel like it maybe. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure that there have been things that I could say about the season of my life that would would say that I was growing even though I felt like I was in the wilderness. But yeah, it's been it's been hard and even back to celebrate recovery like one of my big things was like time management and and making feeling like I didn't make time to spend with the Lord and that 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 was really important to me and so I feel like I have overcome that in a sense but I feel like it's an everyday battle of wills of like I don't really want to do this and I want to get to the place where it's like I can't live without doing this and I'm not I'm not at that place right now at all yet but I'm getting there yeah Yeah. but I'm thankful that there's no condemnation and I'm thankful that he is He's still there when I, when I come to him. It's not like he's like, ah, well, August, you know, decided for five days in a row that she wasn't going to spend time with me. So then the sixth day, I'm not going to show up. Like, obviously he's still there, whether I can feel it or not. I know that he's there and he's Mm -hmm. faithful and he's listening to me and he's wanting to speak back to me. So, yeah. So what are some ways that you guys like connect with God spiritually. Like when you're you're saying, okay, maybe I didn't do it today or I I didn't I'm not I haven't done it for five days. Like what is done what? Like what is it that you what is your ideal, I guess, of yeah. like I'm spending time with God. Right. Yeah, because there's lots of different ways that that looks like for me I would say Sometimes it's listening to worship music and just listening to the words and singing the words to him. 
Sometimes it's just writing in my journal. And something that I've been wanting to do that I haven't really done and my grandma keeps keeps like encouraging me about it and I keep forgetting to do it. But is like the two-way journaling where you write down something like you you're praying or talking to God or whatever and then you listen for a response and then write down what you feel like he's saying. And she does that a lot and I I think it's really good and powerful and you know sometimes like she'll send me her her journal and it will it will have like what she wrote and then what he wrote and it's just cool what he wrote I love it (laughs) yeah but I think those are a few ways but yeah like by worshiping um I think sometimes it's just as simple as yeah just turning on worship music just to kind of jump start into just talking with him and worshiping him and praising him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think worship is important to me too, but also, um, like I love that time in the morning with him, like in with my journal and my Bible, but when that doesn't happen and if it consistently doesn't happen, I do like, I can feel it and I start to feel down, but I think um, it's important for me. I've learned like the importance of first gratitude, like just being thankful, even if, because I can start to kind of feel like everything is kind of terrible. Like when I'm not spending time with them, it's like my whole perspective kind of changes on life in general. And so to be purposefully, um, just having gratitude in my heart and just being thankful, that helps a lot and kind of helps me to feel closer to him even. Um, And then also like recognizing and knowing that we have power over our thoughts. So when we do feel like down on ourselves for not spending time with him, or when we do feel like we're kind of losing that, sometimes if I'm not spending time with him consistently, it feels like I'm further away and I can Mm -hmm. start to like, even my thought process kind of changes. And so to know like, actually, no, he is close and I do need to get back on track, but still, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we have power over our thoughts and what we're thinking. And sometimes we kind of feel like a thought pops in and then we can kind of believe it rather than going back to the truth. And Yeah. yeah, that's really good. What does it look like for you, Delight? I think lots of times, lots of different ways. You know, there's lots of things. And sitting here, I guess these conversations are really good for me because it kind of brings up things that I'm like, wait a minute, why didn't I think of that before? (laughs) But one of the ways that I really feel like I do, like, maybe we all can have kind of our go-to, like, I I always connect with God when I do this particular thing. And for me, it is like if I'm sitting down at the piano and playing some worship songs, I lead worship at my church and I'm not super good at piano, but I can play and I, yeah, it's not, it's easy for me. Like it's not a challenge to sit down and play a worship song. And then 
I also love to kind of pray at the same time. So I'll start out with some singing, but then it often moves into praying and there's just something powerful about music. You both mentioned that too. And I can definitely, um, I feel the presence of God and I feel him speak and I feel like I pray powerfully. And I'm just sitting here thinking to me, I have this picture in my head of what time with God is supposed to be. And like, it involves like sitting and reading the Bible. And it feels like if I don't do that, then I didn't like check it off the thing that I'm supposed to do. But yet that is really difficult for me. Yet it's what I'm always like kind of aspiring to do. Like every morning, get up and sit and read my Bible. But yet I don't feel like I get a lot out of it. So as we're talking about it, I'm thinking, why do I think that that's what I have to do? Like, why do I think that that is the thing? And I've even had seasons where I did that every morning for months, you know, and it was good. Like there were, I think that there is something about the discipline of it. Like there's something about, about like that. I think indiscipline is good for like our hearts and our souls and our minds. Like just, just like going to the gym, like getting out there mm-hmm. and just doing it. Yes, There's something that is good about it anyway. But I'm, I realized why do I think it has to be sitting reading the Bible? Like also at the piano, I will take my Bible and I will open it up and I will start like singing verses even and that right. kind of thing. Yeah. Like, right. And I think... that doesn't sound like a chore to me. So like, I feel like, okay, this is dumb. I just need to plan to like sit at the piano every morning for a while and see what that does for my spiritual life. Like, mm-hmm. Why have I never done that right. as a practice before? I think, like, right. I think what's what's important is that we're spending time with Him, because that's what we can kind of overlook. Whether whatever that looks like for you, and in the Word, it is important to right. be in the Word. So whether it's like sitting at the piano, like with your Bible and doing whatever, like I think everybody's different. Or somebody going for a walk and just praying and like, right. but. It does look differently for everybody, but I think that it is it is important for us to spend that time mm-hmm. with him. Right, like, like I this whole year I'm I've, I'm doing the chronological going through the chronological Bible, and I've done it. I mean, I'm caught up. I've done it most every day. Actually, that's not true that I'm caught up. I'm also listening to the Bible recap, and for the last week. This is the first full week that I didn't actually do the re- the reading part because I was crazy this week. I was gone all week and I just never, never opened it up and did it. But I did listen to all of the recap part. So it feels like I'm, I'm caught up, but I've, but it's August. I've done that all year long. Right. Like and I've yeah. pretty much done the Bible every day. So like, I am still getting it in. Right. Like I'm doing that. It's just like, I don't feel like it's necessarily life like it's like it's just something it's good I think it's always good because I think the Bible is always good and my friend Brianna called it taking your vitamins like and I feel like that's kind of what it is like yes this it's not where I'm feel like God speaking to me Mm -hmm. but it's good anyway but like yes I'm just gonna quit thinking 
like, I don't, I'm, I'm going to quit thinking, okay, I need to go sit down with my Bible. I'm just going to start saying, I'm just going to start saying, like, I'm going to sit down at the piano and see what that, what difference that makes in my life. Mm-hmm. Cause I think it would hugely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I've never looked at it that way before. Like I do that sometimes, but it's like, that's not the thing that I'm supposed right. to be doing. Yeah. And then I end up feeling guilty for not doing it mm-hmm. when doing that sounds appealing to me. So yeah, I will report back. I think something that you said, I don't know, it was probably like two or three minutes ago <laughs> that made me think of this. And I can't even remember what you said that made me think of it. So it doesn't matter. But I feel like some people, some people look at spending time with the Lord as like, this is like a religion thing. And I'm going to, I feel like some people sway, like they, they don't want to be religious. And so they like swing way to the other side and like, don't do anything because they feel like, oh, they'll just do it when they, when they feel like it or whatever. And I think there is importance, like we were saying about having the, having the, the routine and the discipline of doing something every day. Like, I think that it is really important and it's important to not be like, oh, well, this is just too legalistic. And then just like swing way to the other side and do nothing because then like how, you know, how is God going to speak to you if you're not, I mean, he can still, you know, he spoke to lots of people who weren't even Christian, you know, he can speak to anybody through anything. But I think there's something about making sure that you are seeking in some way, whatever that looks like for you. I think it's very important. Mm-hmm. And I think there is something to doing it every single day. Right. Not that I'm there, but I want to be. And I strive in my heart to be there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, a verse that I have always really liked, but in the last like month, it just keeps coming up. And um, it's Philippians 4, 8, and 9. It's whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any moral excellence and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. Do what you have learned and received and heard from me and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. Mm-hmm. So I, with that verse, to me, um, it's like, where are we putting our, where, what are we thinking about? What are we putting our efforts in? How are we spending our days? What are we, what are we giving our time to? Yeah. And that, that's what's going to shape us ultimately, right? Totally. And so if we are spending that time in the Word and just being with Jesus, the only thing that could happen is that like, we, would, we would kind of be molded and shaped into more of who He is. Like the more, the more we do put time and effort into knowing him, the more we'll become more like him, you know? Yeah. And I think our thoughts, like you're saying, play so much into that of what is it that we're thinking about? What is like, I like the saying, like, start as, start as you want to go or something. I think it's something like that, like where, and to me, like your thoughts is where things start a lot. And when you're thinking about those things that are good and lovely and Mm -hmm. admirable and praiseworthy, like that's, you know, how your day, 
how your day is going to go. One verse that I really like is Matthew six thirty three, <clears throat> And it's after the beginning of the chapter is the one talking about um, not to be anxious. And I'll just kind of summarize where it says, like, I'm, I'm telling you, don't be anxious about your life. Don't not what you eat or drink or about your body. Like, look at the birds. They don't do anything. And yet your heavenly father feeds them and all those things. So it's saying, like, can you add a single day to your life by being anxious? No, all of that. And then, so after all of that, verse 33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And then it says, don't be anxious about tomorrow. Tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And I really like just that thought of just seeking, seeking God first and him saying, like when you do that, when you make that priority, when you put your spiritual life above all those other things Mm -hmm. that then he is the one who gives the increase for that, for the rest of everything we need, even our clothes and our, like he's, I love that he's even talking about that, like what we're going to eat and what we're going to wear. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not like that's not important to him. He's obviously saying, I even clothe the flowers in the field. Like, of course I'm going to make sure you have what you need. And even just those simple, like life sustaining things, you know, like food and clothes, it feels so simple, but yet he says, I got it. All you have to do is seek me first. Right. And I see that as like, I see our spiritual health as like all these like muscles that we have to work hard to, to like grow myself Mm -hmm. in those places. So like one of the, even to be able to trust him for those things, Mm -hmm. that doesn't, that probably won't come naturally for us. We have to continually like, this is really hard. I'm nervous about this. I'm feeling anxious about this, but I give it to you. And I feel the, the more we do that, the more we're flexing that, that, muscle Mm -hmm, is the the easier it'll come to us to just be able to trust him Mm -hmm. or the same with um like being in the word every day whether we're in a season where we're like really getting a lot out of it or it's a season where it's like we feel like we're getting nothing but we're still doing it like I can totally relate to that like there's been times where I'm loving it and there's times where I'm like getting nothing and I'm just flipping through and I just don't feel like I'm getting anything. But if we're consistent and we keep doing it, like God is planting things in us that will come up when we do need it. But if we're not in it, if we're not in his word and we're not putting that in us, you know, we're not, I don't know. I feel like that we can grow from that Mm -hmm. even when it doesn't feel like it at the time. Yeah. Um, He's so faithful. I feel like to, to show up and, to yeah like eventually make you make you strive for it the more you put into it Mm -hmm. yeah I was just gonna say like even saying like yes to God when it's hard to say yes or we're stepping out there and we're doing hard things like that's kind of that helps us to like that becomes easier too to say yes to God. Yeah. Where if we're like timid and we're not going after the things that God has for us, then 
we're not we're not flexing that muscle. We're not able to to grow from that. But the more we say yes to him, I feel like he, the more he brings to us, and the more we can grow. Yep. I love in this verse too that just even that it uses the word seek rather than like like be perfect like and then I'll add all these things to you like he's not saying do everything right and then I'll I'll give you the, all these things you need he's saying seek first like seek my kingdom first and seek means like attempt to find or desire to obtain and like I just I like that because I feel like okay I don't even still it goes back to the same thing of I don't have to do anything it's like my desire for -hmm. the things of him and my desire to be walking with him and following him like that's enough like he's yes he's gonna call me higher and call me to do things and ask me to do things that are hard at times but that's not a prerequisite for him caring for me right like just because I do something that's out of my comfort zone or something quote unquote big for him, that isn't one he's going to be there for me. It's just desiring him. And that feels like such a relief to me. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, that's, you know, we don't have to do a lot for his, for him to love us and for him to care for us. And right. I'm really thankful for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of on the other end of what you were saying, but I think they both are, it's both, both are good. <laughs> like it's both like, yeah. I think that being able to live in the peace of knowing that God cares and that he has all of that taken care of, I think gives us the. It empowers kind of the, us yes. towards, yeah. Exactly. Towards that, yeah. Empowering us to make do those hard things and make Mm -hmm. those choices and yeah do you guys memorize scripture at all not anymore as much Mm -hmm. i mean i used to not that i don't want to like when you were a child or an adult or definitely when i was a child when i was a child (laughs) spoke as a child i reasoned as a child but yeah i definitely I mean, every once in a while, there might be like a verse that sticks out at me that I just have in my head and I kind of might know where mm-hmm. it's found. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I have not in a long time, but I think it's really cool. Yeah. I but really... I remember verses mm-hmm. from when I was, that I have memorized. I remember them. That's so cool. Yeah. I think that it's just, I haven't memorized anything lately, but I think just the practice of memorization, like putting something to memory like that, I think is really good. And I do find for sure that when I get different verses or different passages in there, that it definitely comes up at a time when I need it. And mm-hmm. it's like banking it for later. And I just think that that's really cool. And I definitely have things I memorized as a child that I remember and have been valuable in my life, meaning things of the Bible. Um, but I also, as an adult have kind of continued that. I haven't done any, any new verses lately. Um, so what do you do to memorize? Like, do you have any ways, any things that you do that helps you to memorize verses? I put it to song usually just like a little, 
like silly little tune. That's not. It's give not like the, give, just give us an example, would ya? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, kind of. Um, I had to think of one. Oh, I had it. Don't too. you have James one memorized? That's kind of long though. The whole chapter. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't know if I know actually the whole chapter. Oh, okay. It's okay. You don't have to. I'm going to now, but now I have to. The one that I usually have right there is like. Not there. My mind is is blank. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For through me your days will be many, and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, your wisdom will reward you. If you're a mocker, you alone will suffer. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of the verse right now. The reference, yeah. I love that, though. Um, But yeah, so it's just like a little tune like that, but I... I make a little tune and then I record it on my phone, like on my voice memos. And then I just listen to it over and over, like when I'm driving alone in the car or, and then I'll usually find that all of a sudden I just have it. Like when I put it to song, mm-hmm. it does that. And I don't think that works for everybody probably, but it does for me. Mm-hmm. I think with, um, that kind of made me think of, we already talked about gratitude some, but I think when we put when we get in that habit of always seeing the good in every day when we're when we're seeing the things the little things that God are God is doing for us every day then when we are having a hard day it kind of just comes up just like a verse would pop in your head when you're when you need it I feel like we can get into that um habit of just always seeing those things and then we have a hard day and God kind of shows us like it just kind of pops up yeah. Like things that he is doing mm-hmm. in the hard. Yeah. I wanted to share one verse that I specifically, I, I just remember this time. It was, it was when something kind of scary was happening in our family and we weren't sure like what was going to happen. And a really close friend sent this verse to, I can't remember if it was just to me or if it was just some other people too in our family. But it was Isaiah 26, 3, and there's lots of different ways, but um, one of them is, you will keep him, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. And I think that that was probably one of the times where I wasn't, like I was getting, I was getting nervous and feeling like I was not in a peaceful place. And then she just like sent this text right at the time. And I just have always remembered, like, I feel like it's just a good, it's a good reminder that if we trust him, he will, he will be faithful to give us the peace that we need to get through a situation that could be very scary or make us feel very anxious. Mm -hmm. Back to the mental health (laughs) part. (laughs) Yeah. It's awesome. Did I say that at the end of every episode? That's yep. awesome. That's great. Wow. That was so good. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. So, unless you guys have anything else to say, I am excited to talk about what's good about today. 
tell us, August, what's good about today? <laughs> okay, I always have a few things, so I'm just gonna, I'm just going to say um, two things. One thing is that we went away last weekend and left Ilian for two nights, which we've never done for that long, and it went really well, and I wasn't, I missed him, of course, and I was super happy to see, like, pictures that they would send me of him, but it was, he did really good and had a lot of fun, and even, like, when we got, just when we got back to him was just, like, Christmas, almost, you know, like, and he was so excited, and he was, like, hugging both of us and kissing us, and, like, he was just, like, grinning from ear to ear, and it was just really, it was really special. The other thing is that two weeks ago, okay, I have to back up a little bit. For years, ever since, okay, when we were little, <laughs> well, we can just edit all of that out. I'm just kidding. When we were little, we used to get monarch caterpillars. And so it's been, it has been a long time since I've had one or been in the, pro, been somewhere where I've even like seen them in someone's home or anything, but I just love it and I love the process and I just think it's so cool and awesome. So for probably at least the past five years, every summer I'm like asking around like, when are they coming? Or I'll see, I'll see a, a monarch flying and then I'm like, oh my word, did I miss it? Or like, and I'll look on some milkweed different places and like I, I haven't been able to find them in a long time, right? Okay, so two weeks ago, and I've been just really, really wanting, wanting to have them in my, in my home. And just, I just think they're so cool. So two weeks ago, my, my husband and I and friends of ours were at a park. And her and I decided to start looking. We saw some milkweed and we were like, oh, let's look for some caterpillars. So she found one and then, and then she found another one and gave it to me. And then my husband found two more and so then we each had like two and it was just like oh my word I don't even have one I have two this is so exciting and I just felt super blessed from the Lord by it and then like a, a week later maybe he brought home like four more and then like <laughs> and then two nights ago we went looking at my parents house and found like nine more and then yesterday, he brought home 11 more. <laughs> How many so, do you have? I think we have around 22. Do maybe? the math. Oh, my word. Something How, like that. Where are they? They're all in jars, ball jars. <laughs> uh-huh. I have a picture. I'll show you. Some of them have, like, a few. Um, but, yeah. Wow. So, this is our little monarch. <laughs> That'd be funny if they were each in one jar. So over the weekend, though, when we were gone, I was nervous because I didn't have anybody to like watch them <laughs> and like make sure they're getting food, like food because they eat a lot of milkweed and you have to keep giving it to them. Like it's not like you just put a bunch of milkweed in there and then two weeks later you're like, oh, they're there. No, you have to like actually take care of them. Anyway, and so when we came back, though, we had a butterfly waiting for us in the jar and it was alive. I was so scared that it was going to be dead, but it was just waiting for us. And then we let it go. And like, I don't know, it, it makes me want to cry. Like, it's just so cool and special. And like, it's just cool, the spiritual aspect of it and like the miracle of like, yeah. And even yesterday we got to watch one like turn into a cocoon. Like 
We just happened to look at the right moment, and it like was turning into a chrysalis. That's so cool. I love that. Anyway, that's so fun. So, what's good about today for you guys? Well, that little story feels like what should be good about today was <laughs> emotional. Butterflies. Now I just kind of want to say butterflies. Our listeners can't even see the tears in my eyes. Oh, I love it. That's so fun. Good about today for me is that the past couple days I've been a little bit anxious, kind of funny, that we were having this episode today, but feeling a little overwhelmed, like I was doing too much. I had too much going on and feeling... I don't know, just that I didn't have enough time to get it all done. But just in that, I felt like the Lord met me and I felt like he put people to pray for me and encourage me. And yeah, I feel better today. (laughs) And yeah, pretty much as simple as that. But just that there are just days that aren't perfect and things that go on that don't feel fun or wonderful, but yet God is still God and like every day is new and I don't have to feel the same feelings and emotions that I felt yesterday, but today I can feel fresh and thankful for my life and the people in it and yeah, that's it. it. Love it. Preach it. That's so good. Um, so a while back, I think we talked about things that we want to do. And I said that I wanted to try to paint. And on Sunday, um, Evelyn and I, Evelyn and I were sitting outside and she wanted to paint. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. So we got, I was gifted from my mom after that episode, a bunch of paint supplies so we went on the porch and we painted and it was so much fun. Like it was so much fun. I want to do it again. Is it so. sitting in your kitchen? Mm-hmm. I saw that there and I was like, I don't think I've seen that before. Yeah, it was. I only so had fun. like that little canvas. Aww. But yeah, it was fun to do it with her and Evelyn was excited because that is so what she loves to do. Anything kind of crafty. But I had a lot of fun doing it. Like it was just peaceful and fun and so I love it that was really fun mm-hmm. all right guys well we hope that you have a wonderful day we hope that you are doing well spiritually mentally emotionally and if you're not then that's okay and we pray that the Lord will meet you where you're at in that place also I want to remind you guys to send us in your questions for the end of the month Q&A Send them to us on Instagram or in our email, which I think you've heard lots of times. But I'll say one more time. The Instagram is at it's a good day underscore pod. And our email address is it's a good day at gmail. Nope. It's a good day podcast mail at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Have a good day, you guys. Have a good day.